Hello, welcome to episode four of the Midlife Punk podcast with me, Tom. Um, this week's episode is a touch delayed uh, because of some technical issues, I shall call them, when we originally carried out the interview uh, on Sunday night. Uh, the interview is with the gun down still. Uh, we have had to redo it. So if we sound like we have been here before, or if we're not uh, as passionate as you might think about the questions and the answers, that's why. Um, they are from... Uh, Tarragona, which is in Catalonia, northeast Spain. Um, English is their third language for the most part, so it's going to make me look uh, fucking ridiculous uh, when they make more sense than me. So I hope you enjoy that. We've got um, some music from uh, Rotunda, uh, who are West Midlands hardcore veterans, uh, and we've also got some music from Italian glam punks uh, Gyuda. So um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, before we go on, just going to tell you a little anecdote uh, about Rotunda. Um, they got in touch uh, to the podcast Facebook page, so thank you, Louis. Um, and the first time I saw them, even though I didn't see them play, was in 1999, I think, at the Foundry in Birmingham, where they were supporting uh, the famous Monsters era Misfits. Now, in 1999, believe it or not, I was 15 years of age. Um, the gig was on a school night. And, uh, you know, I'd been graciously allowed by my parents to attend. And uh, as the night ground on, it became increasingly clear that uh, there wasn't going to be any support bands because of technical issues. Both support bands set up, one of which was Rotunda, tried to play, couldn't play, issues with the monitors, um, no support bands at all. Um, eventually, uh, the Misfits did go on very, very late um, and... I only saw about the first five songs, but at least I can still say I saw the famous Monsters era Misfits. Before the Misfits did pull their finger out the arse and, and go on stage, um, I had a chat with uh, some members of Rotunda. I was a 15-year-old kid, barely any pubes, uh, walking around looking all sad because I thought I wouldn't get to see any bands uh, that night. So um, they gave me a copy of their EP, which I believe was new at the time, uh, called My Only Weapon. So uh, th this this song isn't uh, probably one they would have picked for me to play, but I I've always kept that CD, and, and it's a bit of a thank you for uh, trying to cheer me up after uh, a shitty night of watching no bands in Brum on a school night, except for five songs of The Misfits. So um, cheers for that, lads, and cheers to Louis for getting in touch. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I've picked the song Punk Rock Casualty, um, and then after that, we'll go into the interview with the Gun Down. Before the interview with the Gun Down, you'll hear their song, uh, Class War Never Goes Out of Style, uh, which is on their split uh, EP release with the Von Danikens. I'm not sure what year it came out, probably like 2007, 2008 time. Um, I'll ask them in a minute. Uh, so I hope you enjoy that uh, and enjoy the interview. See you on the other side of it. Cheers. So I'm tight, no 
<laughs> Let's hope and hope and hope. Right. <laughs> We're here again uh, with the gun down. Well, it's the first time they've been on, but it's the second time we've had to do the interview because of technology. <laughs> um, so if it sounds like we're not as interested as we were first time, it's probably because we've heard it before. Um, so now it's going to be extra professional because we've rehearsed it. So um, let's go around the screen. We'll start with uh, with Benny and then tell us who you are, what you do in the band, please. Uh, I'm Benny, I play bass and I sing most of the songs and do backup vocals in the other. It's Kim, I play guitar and sing baking vocals mostly, but sometimes I do the lead vocals too. Mark, um, I play drums and I, I'm doing uh, baking vocals sometimes. Sometimes, but yeah. they make you have a microphone all the time. <laughs> I don't like to do it, but I have to do it. Me either. And I he do. tries to... He always complains. He always complains. I hate to sing. But... Yeah. I, I, I don't like to sing either, but I always... All, all the singers in the bands I didn't sing, didn't sing the proper way. So... I, I, I like to... I like to record it, but I hate to sing in, in uh, live. In life, is is so so hard for me to play and and, and sing. It's hard. yeah, it's a it's a skill playing the drums and singing. Yeah, well, it's it's exhausting. Mainly because you, my head would keep moving all the time. But that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. My singing sucks. <laughs> right, look, cheers for your time again. Double time. Um, what we started off with last time is uh, we discussed a decision made at some point when you started, um, which was in 2008, I think. Eight, yeah, I thought I was going to say eight. Um, you guys formed the band. You were previously in a band called Isolation. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Tell us yeah. a bit more about Isolation, the lost band. It was... Um... I met Benny and Mark because they they came to my old job. I, I was I used to work at a hotel, and they came to like a common friend said, yeah, I know a guy who plays guitar and he likes punk rock." So, and they they asked me to join a new band they were starting back then, and it was a hardcore band, five piece, and then. Uh, um, Two of the guys were never showing up to the rehearsals because they lived in different cities and things like that happening all the time. Yeah. So in the end, we decided to keep like a three-piece band for the first time ever in our experience. We never did it before. And we said, yeah, it's, it sounds good. So why not? And Excellent. That's story. <laughs> <laughs> and how long... How long uh, did it did it take for you to tell the other two guys? I, I don't even think we told them. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I think they on their own that they are not on the band. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> someday. Seven <laughs> years later, they still. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they show up sometime at the rehearsal with the guitar. I think that they they, they saw. Uh, a new a new demo like uh, called Attribute to Isolation, 
Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time they knew. Yeah. Okay. They, they understood that the run was over. Uh, actually, Benny wasn't playing bass in the other band. No, Benny, I was... Benny was only singing, but the guy who played bass started not showing up, so... He, he, yeah. went, he went to leave to London, so... Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. he moved. To, he moved to London and still lives there. If I see him, I'll say hello. Um, <laughs> He's a good friend anyway, both. So, you made a decision when you started to sing in English. Um, why, you know, because I think I, I said at the start of the, the podcast and the introduction that English is probably your third language. Um, second, yeah. third. So, you know, to make a decision like that is it must have been not difficult, but it was an important one. Tell us how you got to that. Well, I think I think that the, the, there was no no choice. The, nowadays, when you start a band, you can pick one language. But then, back then, uh, almost all the music we listened was in English and some in Spanish. But Catalan was not. Um, like an obvious op- option like now because it was like from some years from uh some years ag- uh, ago but not a lot of years uh some bands started singing catalan and doing it properly and and doing like uh punk rock or hardcore doing the style but just singing the vocals in 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 the language and and it was okay because before that uh, there was just silly pop band singing catalan something very familiar something very political but in a uh, not not in an anarchist way just in a nationalist way and it was strange to sing in catalan but now it's okay yeah the main reason i think that it's it's that we were listening most of uh, punk rock in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the, the main reason. I like I liked uh, I like a lot of uh, of punk rock, of Catalan and, and Spanish punk rock, but most of the bands that we were listening uh, in 2008, I think that I, I'm I'm talking uh, for myself, uh, they were English bands or American bands. It was strange because then I think in that that the bands we 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 already had the the bands we've been on in that moment that was Von Daniken in the yeah. case of Kim and and Casa de Brujas in the case of Mark and me um, they were in, in Spanish some Von Danikens have some English songs but mostly Spanish yeah uh, I don't know maybe we try to do something new or yeah. Well, it works. So, so thanks. You know, um, thank you. Why is the sort of old school punk more popular? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe you don't take. We. I. I always thought that people from other countries see uh, see it like um, mythical. Th- thing or something you know maybe you don't take the it that serious serious but to us it was like 
I don't know. We love uh, English bands, me mostly, but American bands too. Yeah. Because it's like where all the punk rock was born. So it's it's not fair, but we never took it that serious, the Spanish bands. Like the English no. bands are the, you know, I don't know if you know what I mean, but like the real ones are the English yeah. bands from the 77 or the American bands from the 80s. Or and the whatever. Spanish bands were just, they had, like they were impersonating they weren't genuine. Uh, yeah, more or less. I, I respect and I, I really love the old Spanish punk, Basque punk, Catalan punk and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I think it's the same thing is happening in every other country within England or the US probably. Like They were the first to do it and you yeah. used to listen to the iconic first bands or... Yeah, I, th- I think that the first Spanish punk bands were more, um, uh, I don't know, open-minded than the current ones. The, 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 because they, they listen to music from UK, they uh, managed to, to get the, the, the records that, was, that wasn't an easy thing back yeah. in the days, and yeah. they just mm, copied that ripped off that sound and and then the the second generation i think that they copied the first not the english or american bands but the first yeah. generation of spanish and it ended being like a closest closest scene uh, and some kind of weird but the first punk bands were were amazing i think rip is one of my favorite okay i'll uh, yeah, see if i can please. find an article or something or a youtube movie about uh, early Spanish punk bands because you can usually find things like that because that sounds interesting it's something I don't know a lot about right we've before the interview started we played uh, Class War uh, Never Goes Out of Style from your split release with the Von Danikens um, so people have already heard that and now we're going to go into playing uh, Bittersweet um, you tell us a little bit afterwards about that song and that album and stuff like that. Okay, so okay. we'll play bittersweet okay. now. So it doesn't just work one time. Yeah, we've got two other times. Yeah. Okay, do it just in case. Uh, and if it's not working, we start again. It's all right. No, we give up. <laughs> <laughs>
the gun down uh from their album endless loads of rage that's right isn't it yeah yeah tell us a little bit about that album um it was your first full-length album what uh, what was the process like did you have all the songs ready to go i think it yeah. was it was the first time that we went to the a professional studio uh-huh. uh, it was it was amazing for us to go there for, for me, it, like it, it was a, a dream, totally, a dream. Benny, Benny told us that oh, we can go to the Ultramarinos. It's in Costa Brava. It's one of the most pop- popular uh, studio in Spain. Mm-hmm. Benny told us that we can go there. Um, I, I think that I thought uh, it, it's it's not it, it's, it's not, too much for us. Yeah, it's too like much that. for us. It's impossible <laughs> to me to go there because I don't have yeah. <laughs> money. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't I don't know how to play uh, properly. <laughs> but now now uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think the thing is that, that we we got the money. Then. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We played so many shows, like saving every hundred euros, uh, and we got paid very, very little. But, but yeah. at the end, we had the money. Yeah, but 100. we had, we had to play a lot. I, re- I remember, we had to yeah. play like, like, fifteen more shows to play this, this, uh, to to pay the the studio, and I think that um, maybe Gabby from can keep us down, give us some money to to Maybe. cover all the, all the expenses. I don't know. I, don't I, think, I think that we had the, all the money th- that time. I think so. Not, not like this one. <laughs> <laughs> we have to sell t-shirts to pay for some record. But. Right, well, you've 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 played outside of Spain, haven't you? Do you want to tell us some of the gigs that have been furthest away from from home? We, we played one European tour. Yeah. Yeah. And two Spanish tours. Tour. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Two yeah, but we did we did a uh, an European tour. I can't remember when. I think nine years ago or something. Yeah. Just because we wanted to do, nobody was interested at all. Just a gandam, but we 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 booked a few shows. Then the guy who booked half of the shows disappeared. And we were like, oh, no, we are not doing it. And in the end, we said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already told my work, uh, everything, and all my friends. So we we ended yeah. up playing in February in Serbia and places like that, twenty below zero. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, like some <laughs> crazy gold wave. And I'm just imagining. Yeah. Do you know that movie? Uh, Cool Runnings about the Jamaican bobsled team. Oh yeah, yeah. the Jamaican yeah. bobsled team. Yeah, yeah. And just imagining <laughs> you guys in Serbia in February. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was the same, but in reverse. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, um, I saw, I followed it on Facebook and everything. The, the tour went the tour went okay. So um, I'm yeah. sure if you wanted to, you could go and do it again just for the, the adventure. You should come here. Yeah. 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 We would love to. We would love to. Yeah. And I, I always it's love to play. It's really hard now with the Brexit, right? Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Before, before it gets too hard. So, um, right. So I also asked people. That, train. Oh, train. Sorry. <laughs> the train. I'm sorry. Can you show the people the train? Can you please? Can you take it? I'll just big stuff going up. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's a long one. He's gone. He's gone. Barcelona subway. There we go. (laughs) Excellent. Um, So I ask people that listen to the podcast to uh, send questions in. Um, I've already asked you these questions in the other attempt at the interview. So it should be like a movie script. Um, So... My friend Niall, we'll, we'll swap the order around a little bit from the first attempt. My friend Niall, he's the only person that asks sensible questions on this podcast. Um, he, he wants to know, uh, because Spanish uh, European punk in general doesn't get uh, the spotlight, um, who are your top five European bands that everyone in the UK should check out or listen to? Yeah, I think many... Uh, no, he's, he's I haven't he heard some parts of the question the other day because we, well, uh, I think just, we stayed too many English bands. I, I mean, your friend wants to know some non-English bands, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I'm recommending a, a um, Catalan band. It's called Dead Yard. It's uh, yeah. they are friend of us. And they are amazing. They 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 play a, a Nordic punk rock. With a lot of influences, and I like so much that yet. Yeah, me too. So much. And I, I, I said the, the what's the name of the band now? The Not Scientists. The last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. French yeah. band. This is a really good live band. The movement too, and yeah. maybe Lenky Sition from Barcelona. Close friends and really good band. Yeah. Um, yes. Serpeni, it's it's for me one of the yeah, my favorite bands. Benny is the singer of Serpen. Uh, Serpen. It, oh, yeah. It's it's amazing, really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Serpen. you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's my, <laughs> I think it's my European uh, favorite band for now. Active band. <laughs> well, we're not active. We're not playing, but. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just rehearsing, but not playing. Right. We've got two minutes left of this little bit, okay. uh, and then we'll play another song. But um, I guess what before coronavirus, what what did the band have coming up, um, and what what have you got coming up in the future? Any big gigs planned or records out? Uh, yeah, a new record. A new record. I think it's going to be released on uh, November or December, probably. I hope. Yeah. November, hopefully. Yeah, November, I think. No, no, 
live concerts for now. We like we stopped even, but we were we weren't actually looking for concerts now because we are busy with the record. But yeah, we will see if we can do like a proper. Um, I don't know the first show of the tour or whatever. We'll see. Some tour, some thing. some weekends of presentation of the new yeah. record. Yeah, because I guess let's it's see, okay let's see if we do. can. It's okay. Uh, maybe I don't know if we can say that, but we have a tour planned next year in in Spain, but with a big bigger band. But I don't know if it's for sure, so I won't say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for sure. Is it it's is it official sure. now? Yeah, it's it official, official but but it's not. It's um, to be announced. So it's TBA. Uh, so we can we still can say yeah, anything it's about it. It's, it's confirmed, yeah. but don't, not don't, enough. Please don't tell me who it is. <laughs> because uh, I don't want any lawyers um, <laughs> sending me emails. Um, but okay, so you've got the album, the tour that may be happening with someone who we don't know. Um, the the album is the, the new album. Has the sound changed? Um, because uh, in a minute we're going to listen to "Light Up the Streets," which is the title track from your second full-length album so this new one can people expect more of the same or uh, a totally different sound well for me it's a new start it's a fresh new start i, w- I was talking with benny about that uh two months ago or i don't know, remember but uh we were talking about the this uh, that this uh, new record is like a new start for us uh, i don't know I, I'm I'm very mm, I, I'm expecting uh, a really good uh, sound and really good songs and that the yeah. songs are for me are amazing, but I don't know. Yeah, but I think that that it's nothing new. It's the random, but maybe the way we recorded it, it's it's yeah. different and and it sounds really good because it sounds like a trio, like one guitar, one bass, one 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 drums and. The vocals, that's all. No, no, tricks, no more guitars, no, no extra tracks. And, oh, nice. and it sounds really, really, really good. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. So what we'll do now then is we'll listen to, um, like I said, Light Up The Streets, which is the title track from Light Up The Streets. And um, then we'll come back and do a few more minutes, all right? Okay. Okay. Everybody moves to turn up to greater things Selling to the 
then chaps uh thanks for that uh back again for the third and final bit of this interview so um i think in our first attempt we had quite a good conversation about uh we've touched on it at the start but but your influences on the gun down what what do you guys all enjoy musically that, that brought you together in this band a lot of things <laughs> yeah it's too hard to say i i think that that mark said it uh the the other day uh, that that the three we recorded three covers uh with this new record sessions one of the covers will go to the with the lp but the other the the three covers i think that that uh, really defines the band because you have like the the power pop, sophisticated mm, punk of uh, Secret Affair. You have uh, some street punk, more aggressive uh, from Brigada Criminal, and you have like uh, more maybe late 80s, 90s influence, like emotional, like Husker Du or Mega City yeah, Four in yeah. this case. And I think that that they're what defines us. What we know we have to put in this band is this kind of sounds. Yeah, because I think we said last time. Um, I think Mark, you said there's a, you're doing a Mega City Four cover, uh, yeah. and they're not very well known here in the, in this country. Yeah, yeah I think that they are maybe the not in Spain either. either. <laughs> maybe the most underrated I, I band ever. <laughs> underrated band. They were but way I better think... than most American bands that doing yeah. the same. Yeah, we like. Uh, on the Facebook page, we like to sometimes have a have a vote um, if a band's overrated, underrated, or yeah, rated perfectly. Um, <laughs> so we, I we participated in the Operation Ivy thread. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you say? Overrated? No, no. I, <laughs> I, don't, know. I don't remember. Maybe Let, I, let's let's talk about Operation Ivy then, because <laughs> that, no, because that had a good. Uh, we had a good conversation on Facebook because I asked that question. I, I think I think they're rated perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I know they were really important and they're pretty good, but they're not like not king more status. Um, so I think they're rated just right. And I think Benny, you said they were underrated because I know a lot of people hate them. I think that Rancid took two records to be as good as Operation Ivy. Yeah. The first Rancid record is not as good as Operation Ivy. Let's go, maybe. But I think that with Outcome the Wolves, they come as as be as good as Operation Ivy. Just for being Rancid seeds, it's it's good. 
we could do a whole podcast talking about rancid yeah. <laughs> with anyone <laughs> everyone just has different opinions so in the uh big book of bullshit section where i ask people to ask you questions um the second one was uh, actually uh from my my wife uh she said when when you can where's the first place you want to play where do you think the gundam will have the best gig the railroad tavern (laughs) (laughs) the railway tavern you would not have the best anything in there anymore (laughs) is there still on or yeah it's it's a not a good place now no (laughs) (laughs) then we were to start Barcelona. barcelona i don't know I didn't say or, or maybe or maybe La Plana de Vic in the se- in the center yeah. the center of Catalonia. Uh, yeah, maybe we had the best uh, best shows there in La Plana. For Castellón and La Plana. Yeah. yeah our, our... Okay, that sounds good. Uh, and I'll ask uh, my mate Dave's question again the one that was really weird that nobody understood and i don't really understand it um, what is the best road <laughs> still don't get it no. two days later still don't get it in, interpret it uh in in any way he may mean the best to drive a car on he may mean the best to look out of the window in a van <laughs> i don't know but I've asked the question. Uh, no one gets it, Dave. I, I don't know. I hate the the highway uh, from Zaragoza to Tarragona. Yeah. I always hated it. Monegros, uh, because it, it's through a desert, so and sad. you have to take that fucking highway to be everywhere. If yeah. you go north or in the or to Madrid, in the center of Spain, you have yeah. to go have that highway. And yeah, so that's, the, that's the worst uh, road. It sucks. But the uh, guy is asking what's the best road. Yeah, road. Stupid question, stupid answer. <laughs> yeah. Dave can fuck off because he's, he's got his road question and a road answer. Um, right, so we're coming to the end now. Is there anything we missed from before? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the, uh, we hate the Catalan roads because you have to pay for them. You have oh, to yeah. pay. Yeah, All yeah. the toll roads, yeah. Tolls, yeah, yeah. Tolls everywhere. That's the most sensitive subject in Catalan politics, not independence. No, 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 no it's not no. now. The main, not now. the main thing is to stop to paying tolls. <laughs> 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 That's the first thing in the program. Right, so just to finish off then, um, I think I've asked all my questions and I don't think we've missed anything. Um, what we did last time, I said I'm, I'm going to play uh, Generation, um, which is the last track off Endless Loads of Rage. Uh, is that a bit of a, a bit of an anthem, live anthem? Uh, we actually don't play a lot live, but even uh, there's people who's asking all the time, but we're, we're, we're trying to play it again. <laughs> We're playing it again. I, yeah, 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 we yeah. haven't played for a long time, but now we're yeah. playing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. because it's it's a really it's really hike, and, and it it's a pain in the ass to sing it. Yeah, yeah. And but now we've 
we've tuned our guitars a little bit <laughs> down yeah. and, and now we can do it. <laughs> yeah, but for us it's a must to play it because uh, all all of our friends that uh, they like so much uh, Gundam, they are asking every day to play Generations. So, okay. Alon, there, there, um, there's just one you, guy. No, Alon, but... <laughs> there's a lot. Two guys. Ah, top. Two guys. <laughs> yeah, but there is they are pain uh, uh, so a pain, pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ask for it a lot. I mean. <laughs> All right, well, obviously it's not going to be live, but I'll play it for those pain in the ass guys now. <laughs> um, but before you go, uh, like a, a, we already decided which song you were going to pick uh, anyway. But I ask people who I'm interviewing to make a choice for the last song. So, um, uh, Guda. Do you want Wild Tiger Woman or Yellow Dash? Yeah, I've chosen Wild Tiger Woman, but I don't, I, don't, I don't care because I love every single record they did, every song. So. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. It's, it's okay for me, the songs. I don't think I said this the other day, but they were the last band I saw before coronavirus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the last gig I went to, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw I saw them last year playing in in the Straperlo in Barcelona, in Badalona. Uh, I don't know uh, with which band. Um, but the last one we saw live before the coronavirus, Mark. I won't say the name, but we were playing at a festival. I can't ah, remember. Yeah. What's the band? <laughs> yeah, the last band for me but was Sofia Colica. Lucky you, Tom. You saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I've got good memories. A good band, at least a good band. (laughs) Right, so we'll play that and uh, say thank you again for doing it twice. Right, so I'll just say thanks to you uh, for doing it twice. Sorry about all that. Thank you, Tom. And yeah, people will know we've got more from you guys coming up with with uh, an interview with Krim, which we're doing, which is uh, a band that Mark and Kim are in. Um, and then, yeah, we'll bank that and play it later on. Look, thanks, chaps. Thanks for your time. Um, Thank you. And, yeah, hopefully see you and speak to you soon. Yeah, maybe not hope so. We hope that. <laughs> <laughs>
well, that all went uh, all right in the end, I think. So uh, cheers to the lads from the Gundown. Um, you can find them on Spotify, all your Deezers, your Amazon Musics. Uh, but perhaps more importantly, uh, look up their Bandcamp page and buy some records and T-shirts and all the other goodies they've uh, got on there. Uh, just before uh, you heard my dulcet tones again, uh, this time you heard Wild Tiger Woman by uh, Gyuda, which is from their album, Let's Do It Again. Um, I think Gyuda were the last band I saw before... Uh, before lockdown um and it was a really good night in derby i was uh, extremely hungover but i had a i had a shandy and uh, worked my way back up to normal lager so it was a good night all round look um we've got a bit of upheaval uh, coming your way uh, for the midlife punk podcast um we've got uh, a extremely um special interview special for me anyway um on for the next episode so it may be a touch delayed it may not uh we've got cunt and the gang um coming to speak to me about his new album cunt and the gang's punk in your face uh which is um a number of cunt's previously electronic hits uh recorded in a full band environment in a punky style so um i really hope you'll join me for that because it's going to be an absolute cracker um and then following that uh my me and my mate niall uh you may have heard niall's name uh in the big book of bullshit segment he's the one that sends in sensible usable questions um so i thought i wouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth and i've recruited niall uh to join me for a couple of special episodes where we listen to the uh fat records compilation um short music for short people Uh, 10 or 15 songs per episode and and we chat about the bands the songs and attempt to uh, dissect and critique them in our useless fat middle-aged way so that's what's coming uh, to you we've obviously got the usual format as well episodes lined up of bands um, that you know or may not know Uh, so keep your eyes out for uh, one in the middle of next week Um, and yeah thanks for sharing and thanks for joining me see you next time